Scotland across the globe. You're listening to Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed, the People's Podcast. Here to rock the podcast world. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast. It's a Ramsey in the hot seat at the moment. Uh, we are expecting a phone call from the hat trick. So we're going to do a brief addition to uh, the podcast while he is over on the phone. So, as I can say, the news has been a, a bit of a shock the last few days. A lot happening. And let's try and put some of it in perspective. Um, let's talk about, obviously, we talk about the charlatan shootings. Um, the guy who walks into a church and shoots nine people dead. Um, I think that was just sad to hear that, but we'll try and put that into perspective um, and discuss that a little bit. Also, regarding just recently today, a news anchor from the CNN um, tweeted out saying that the guy who did the, did the shooting um, was a white man in disguise. <laughs> wow, that, that certainly put, got people... Uh, riled up to say the least. Also, we're going to talk about the recent, which has been broadcast a lot, is the the the, the animal cruelty in China, what they do to cats and dogs, and by obviously, basically it's the norm over there, but to us, because what we we're used to, and how we have strict animal laws, that something needs to be done to seeing. But the thing is, seeing what we can treat as pets here. And loving, loving them, how they, we see pictures of them in cramped cages, and the suffering ready to basically be killed and cooked, which is sad, very sad to see. Uh, so there's that as well. I was going to talk about uh, a recent story um, in the in the paper, basically talking. It was in the Independent, honestly, regarding something. It was actually with Brybar, actually, the news, which was. Um, I do report child sex abuse prevalent in areas with high Asian populations. Also, we'll also talk about David Cameron and his recent um, comment of what some of the Muslims should be doing more within their communities regarding the people that are leaving to go and support ISIS going to Syria. So, we'll start with the shooting. I'm going to st state this case. I think it's time for the, the indecent hurt, the, the the abuse, the unnecessary violence towards black people must come to an end. This is getting out of control. It's got to stop. Why are, are they getting treated so differently to white people? Now you've seen pictures of this sick, vile guy he walked into a church, these people are going about their daily business, they're praying to God, and it's absolutely sickening and heartbreaking to see, and to, not to, you didn't really see it, but to hear this happening. It has got to come to an end. 
but the, the thing that sticks in my mind when looking at it, this guy, he's getting arrested, and they're just handcuffing him, and he's just walking uh, towards the police car. The, the, the last few weeks, there's been a police officer, police officer who quit, who obviously manhandled a, a young girl at a pool party, and the recent pictures, just because she's black, why are they black people being more manhandled than your average Joe blogs of a white guy or white woman? And what? I tell you something, the police have put double standards. I see this, this America is becoming divided again. In the, for, I think it's repeating itself regarding the way blacks are treated and whites. I would not be surprised before long that the You'll be going back to days of old, but I tell you something, I do hope that the white people wake up. These people are human beings. They have nothing. Just because they've got dark skin, there's nothing nothing wrong with that. I'll tell you something, it is absolutely just shocking how black people are treated in America. Yes, the whole scenario with what's gone on over the last couple over the last couple of days with the shooting in this the people in church is not as bad as what is going on in Syria, in the far, in basically, you know, with, with ISIS and what they're doing. Yes, it's very trivial, but there is, um, the way this has happened does not, can't condone it, this has to stop. And I say, if you're in America, and it's tight, stop hurting your own people, stop bringing the war to your own place, there's enough war in the world. I mean, this, it, just because somebody is black doesn't mean somebody is white. Why is there so much hatred against people? Why this is the 21st century? It's time to stop. We are normal people. They are absolutely wonderful people. I, I, I love, I've got more black friends than I do white friends for me personally. And I'll tell you something, they're absolutely wonderful people to hang with, hang around with and chill and chat and have a, they are caring people. And these, and how white somebody, my fellow People who are white or uh, treat these people, and it disgusts me, it sickens me to the core. Now, maybe that's why that woman, but Rachel, decided to portray herself as black because she was fed up at how blacks were being treated. But, and, and, and lived a lie for the last 10 years. It was um, for uh, saying she was Afri African American. She's still kind of digging her heels in and coming out with a still a mint of crap. Oh, I'll tell you something, if you're born, you're born, if she wants to portray herself as black, let her do it, but the amount of bile she's coming out of her mouth, it's just like, really, if you're going to be, if you're going to act like you're black, at least know what you're talking about, instead of saying, oh, asking daft questions, of saying, oh, I don't know if I'm African American or not, I don't understand the question, what? i tell you, it's not rocket science, though. Um, but anyway, going back to the, the, the tragic story, I'm just going to, Read the guy has been recently been charged. Obviously, careful what I say. I'm sure read what's on the Sky News in, over in Britain here. Dylan Roof has made a dramatic court appearance with relatives of some of the victims at the Charleston church shooting, allowed to address him directly. Ro uh, Roof appeared via uh, video link, handcuffed and dressed in a jail jumpsuit, and spoke only to answer questions, saying his age and that he was unemployed. He looked straight ahead and did not appear to react as the relatives made their tearful statement during the 30-minute hearing. Ethel Lance's daughter Sogren said, I forgive you. The mother 
of Chuanza Sander Felicia told Ruth that every fibre in my body hurts and I'll never be the same. Tuanzi was my hero, said the woman, who survived the attack by pretending to be dead as she lay on top of her granddaughter to protect her. May God have mercy on you, another relative said, hate won't win. Ruth, a white 21-year-old, is charged with nine counts of murder and possession of a firearm in connection with the shooting spree at the Black Church in Charleston. There are why, where are victims? Where all victims were African American, he remains in custody. Um, authorities who were already investigating the shooting as a hate crime said they are now probing it also as a possible act of domestic terrorism. South Carolina's governor said Roof should um, should get the capital punishment. We will absolutely want him to have the death penalty. Governor Nikki Haley told NBC, "This is absolutely a hate crime." Uh, we've been talking with investigators because we've been going through the interviews and they, they said they looked pure evil in, in the eyes. Reports said reports have said Ruth uh, has confessed to killing nine members of a Bible study group in the historic Emmanuel African Africa Methodist Episcopal Church in South Carolina and said he intended to trigger a racial war as a result. Charles Francis, a spokesman for Charleston Police, declined to comment on the report of a confession. Ruth was arrested on Thursday for four hours from Charleston um, in Shelby, North Carolina. The shooting has also received a debate about the um, Confederate flag symbolising southern state secession from the US over slavery during the Civil War. Critics see it as a symbol of white supremacy, but the flag is currently flown on the ground of the South Carolina state capitol, President Barack Obama weighed in on Friday saying he believes the flag belongs to, to in a museum. Earlier, a snapshot from Mr. Sanders, who is 26, was the youngest victim of the shooting, showed a white man, uh, male, sit among black people at a church before the fatal shooting took place. Ruth is reported to have been in prayer group meeting for an hour before allegedly opening fire. A survivor of the attack has said the gunman reloaded five times and when asked to stop shooting replied, I have to do it. You rape our women and you take our you take taking over the country and you have and you have to go. The other victims of the shooting being identified as Reverend uh, Clementa uh, Pinkney, Cynthia Hurd, fifty four, Reverend uh, Sharonda Coleman. Singleton, 45, Myra Thompson, 59, Ms. Lance, 70, Susie Jackson, 87, Reverend Daniel Simmons, Senior, 74, the Reverend DePayne Middleton, Doctor, 49. The Justice Department said it would have would fast-track the sending of $29 million to South Carolina to help the families of victims. I tell you, it just breaks my heart reading, the, reading that. Um, yes, I understand it. it at the moment, this is quite trivial to what's going on in the Middle East, and but to read to know that this man that he just walked in and said he wanted to, he wanted to create a racial war, is there not enough going on already? We really need to start another war. I tell you this guy, what is possessing these sick young white trash? And I tell you, say you are white trash because I'm, I'm a white guy. And it sickens me to see that you can walk into a church and kill some innocent people who are simply just going around their 
a daily prayer and meeting together and this absolutely sickens me to the core what a vile bastard you really are and you deserve what you get and I know this sounds harsh but you deserve to get what you get absolutely disgusting absolutely disgusting. innocent people with families yes and to see these people that are forgiving you I'll tell you something uh, it's a hard it must be really hard to forgive somebody who walks in and just suddenly kills sits there and then opens fire cannot bear to imagine but to put this into perspective I want to say, uh, somebody who is a, who, a friend on Facebook called China Fox and she um, admits she's, she's a black activist and she says uh, or her, uh, she talks about um, regarding obviously she stands up for her, her race and which I applaud her for because I think she does fantastic videos and talks about it and it's true what she says I think a lot of people don't realise what is going on and uh, she has written on a comment on her Facebook simply saying what happened in Charleston, Charleston is bad which it is but it's nothing compared to what's happening in the Middle East stop thinking that the media and the and the powers that be sorry start again stop thinking that the media and the powers that be careful about you be care about you um, they say um, all lives matter but they refuse to say black lives matter when when are, when are we going to learn she's simply saying when are we going to learn she's simply saying that white people do not like black people that's what it's saying where black lives do matter black lives, white lives matter black lives matter Chinese lives matter Asian or Asian Indian lives we all matter we all matter not all but we have to individually name them that black lives do matter whether you're from America, Africa, whatever part of your world you are, black lives matter. We are people. And this end to punishment, unnecessary force of white policemen in America is because when it comes to pool parties or it comes to breaking up things or intervening or arresting, they, they use unnecessary force, which there's no need, especially on younger teenagers. But this guy goes into a church and fires his gun and kills nine people. And he just calmly walks in handcuffs to the police car. Nothing calm as anything. Uh, to put this into perspective, yes, it is not as bad, but it is bad. But there's no need for it. It's time for the punishment and the unnecessarily, unnecessarily, oh, oh, you know what I mean? The un Unnecessary treatment of black people has to stop. This, and I believe Barack Obama needs to pull his finger out his ass, start doing more. This has got to stop. This has all escalated uh, over the last year, since beginning of the year, if not near the end of the last year. This is getting gradually worse. If you're not careful, it's going to go back to the days of old. Um, this has got to stop. Also, let's talk about ISIS again. Now, in our last, my last podcast, we did a video that was very close to the bone, very controversial. And I'm going to say this, that not all Muslims, I say this, not all Muslims are terrorists. But there is a group 
people who call themselves Muslims or whether they are Muslims, but they're extremists and they are grooming people in the UK and uh, they're being they're brainwashing them, whether they're doing it online or in their own mosques in Britain and they're heading over to Syria to join, oh, let's join paradise, but they realise that this paradise is not like life here. Paradise is staying here and not going over to support a war-torn area where you'll be sold off. You'll probably be raped. Your kids will be sold off. You'll be trying to pretend you'll be making married, but if you're not a virgin, you won't be. You'll just be sold off and kicked into the gut. You'll just get raped and whatever. So what ISIS are actually doing? So all these people who are going over to support ISIS from Britain, do you condone that? Do you think that's right? Considering what ISIS are doing to people... Just because people are gay, now they're taking them up to a tall building, dangling, dangling, dangling them by their feet and dropping them to their death. Is that right? Raping of women and kids, selling them off, beheading people just because they do not convert to what they believe is to be Islam? Really? So I say to the people who are listening to my la- our last podcast that if you had uh, saying you were disgusted and couldn't listen to the last for the first 10 minutes or you were disgusted because if you listened to the whole thing and understood that not all Muslims are terrorists but we do not condone if people want to con- go and support the t- that, ter- that type of terrorism from the UK I say on you go because I tell you something do not, if they want to support it Go, but you don't, you don't get to come back into this country. You get your passport taken off you. Go, and, go on the plane and buy. You don't, get, you don't come back. So, are you do you, are you with me? Or are you against me? Do you disagree with that? Do you disagree? If you can condone what ISIS do to innocent people, behead, throw people off, drop people just because they're gay from the top of a building and to their death, and rape and bugger children and kill people and Christians and behead them in firing lines. If you condone that type of action, you think it, if you not, not, condemn, not condone, if you think it's right of what they do, getting the words mixed up here, if you think it's right of what they're actually doing, yeah, let the people back into this country who, who've left. If they make their, they make the choice to leave. They make the choice to go, but they're taking their family. But I tell you something, I do not can accept these little. If there's young kids going and they're obviously still young and should not be going, should still should basically be with their families. That is very selfish of the mothers taking these kids. Now I say this, I don't say this lightly, because. There's people who make think may feel this is am I being hatred against Muslims? No. I know Muslim people, I know Christian people and <laughs> there's some genuine people out there who work, who go about their daily duties, they work, they work hard, they go about their own lives and they don't ram it down people's throats. And that's it. Happy days. There's no problem there. They they adapt, they fit into the country, fit into the way of life, they live young in their lives. And there's no problem. So, excuse me. Why 
should we accept that all these people who choose to go over there to support the problems regarding ISIS go over to Syria and support the beheading and the brutal killings and the raping of kids and the selling of kids and killing of innocent Christians because they won't convert. So if you agree with that, if you think that is right, yeah, let's all have them all back in so they can incite more terrorism in this country. I'm sorry if you want to be I part if you if you want to be part of a terrorist organization or support it, go. Get them all on a plane at Luton Airport, rev up the engines, fly away. No getting back. You get your British passport taken off you. That's it. You make the choice, you go. If you're offended by that, email us. Grow a set of balls and drop us an email at hattrickandramsey at gmail.com. Email us. Give us your opinion of what you think of our shows. Give us your feedback. Give us your feedback on, on the shows um, regarding uh, what what we talk about. Because I'll tell you something. Or you, you can moan about it and you can flap your gums and feel offended. But unless you, you actually talk about it, tell us why you're offended. Tell us your opinion, because I'll tell you something. We want to hear your opinion, because we can help to develop our show better, and we can discuss your opinion in a fair manner. Because I'll tell you something, this is not right. This has to stop. Enjoying the show? Tell us about it. Send us your feedback, suggestions, or thoughts to hattrickandramsey at gmail.com. <laughs> This show is brought to you by EdinburghDusters.com and IdeasGoingLive.com. Okay, welcome back. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to um, talk about a CNN reporter who suggested that the Sh Charleston um, shooting suspect, Dylan Stormroof, as a non-white person in disguise. Uh, wow, I was going to say, looking at the picture of the guy, must be damn good makeup prosthetics because he looks and makeup or whatever to make him look white because he looks perfectly white to me. Um, oh, maybe it's that Rachel girl in disguise. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, reading this is give you a this is breaking news only um, like not that long ago, basically a few about an hour ago or so. CNN news anchor has suggested in a bizarre tweet that the Charleston shooting. Suspect Dylan Storm Roof could be a non-white person in disguise. In a since fleeted post on Twitter, the American daytime news host Chris uh, Cuomo said it is possible that the roof, confirmed by police to be 21-year-old Caucasian male, could in fact not be white. Uh, Cuomo's message to his 1.1 million followers read, Could Charleston shooting murder be a, in, disguise, in disguise? Could he not be white? Possibly. Uh, but... We report that authorities say unless unless no otherwise no one otherwise basically um some of the comments from twitter saying um from people are saying i've seriously lost all respect for you after that could be could he not be white tweet how dare you how dare you this is the people uh, tweeting him back delete that nonsense tweet i to think this man uh reads the news and uh, you know uh, damn, with a tweet like that, I half expected to see um, worked at, uh, Chris Cuomo worked at Fox News. 
Um, whoa, I just saw that deleted Chris Cole tweet. What the F, dude? Um, Andreas, I think Chris is talking about people who are assuming that not himself. So basically, not the best thing to really say to in, in light of the situation, um, which is kind of wow, um, a bit ballsy to say the least um, to say that. And why? What made him say it is quite uh, bizarre to say the least. Um, but we obviously, thankfully, we know the guy's been arrested. He's been charged take it from there so um oh wow let's go let's go to our next stories um i'm going to talk about the recent um message from david cameron regarding um we're going back to a little bit of isis again but we're going to deal with what david cameron was saying the prime minister david cameron of the united kingdom uh has told Muslim communities to play the part in helping tackle one of the biggest threats the world has faced. Simply they're saying they should do more. So find out maybe they should do more. But the Muslims are saying it's unhelpful. Tell you something, it's about time David Cameron did grow a backbone and actually said something because if this country used to be, it was fine. I'm sure there have been Muslims that have moved here and in the, in the 60s, way back, before I was born, and they went about their business, all was good, there was no, no one really knew any different, and with our Christian values, um, and the problem was, uh, Labour simply just opened the borders, Labour decided let's have an open border, um, and it's all gone tits up, because everybody and their dog has come over, from all over the countries, and they want to be about diversity and culturism and didn't like what Britain was, what war was. And basically it's Labour who's caused this problem. The Tony Blair era has caused this problem. Um, and all these people have come to Britain, better life. But some have come obviously to cause damage. I think all of this ISIS stuff is, correct me if I'm wrong, if you don't agree with me, maybe a knock-on effect from Bin Laden, basically, from all since all that started. And over the, if you think about it, ever since 9-11 in 2001, basically nearly 15, 14 years it'll be this year. Um, this is a bizarre knock-on effect that what has been going on. It's time, <clears throat> it's time something was done about it. And I say that I think he was perfectly in his right to say it's time to step up Muslims in your own communities, find out what's going on and be um, and s take this hate, these people are radicalising young people away uh, and brainwashing them. Now there was a 17 year old boy he went over and he blew up innocent people and he with a suicide bomber, chose to blow himself up yes his family would be devastated. Whether they were behind any of the radicalization or not, we do not know. But as the papers portray these people as victims, how are they victims? They make the choice to go there. They make the choice to support this disgusting terrorist organization 
you know, killing innocent people. And he is a cold-blooded murderer who blew up innocent people as a suicide bomber. And they, you think he's a victim? No, he's a cold-hearted killer. Because he blew up innocent people. That was his choice. He made it, he made the choice to go there and support them. But I tell you something, if he's the victim, wow, what about the other people who he just killed? He's a killer. So think about it. Think about the things that are going on there and behind the scenes the other things that are happening. If anybody, you don't have to be Muslim or you don't have to be uh, Asian or whatever, you could be white, Scottish, and you could say that you want to convert to ISIS or Muslim and go over there and support what they do. And do the exact same. So, just have a think about it. It's disgusting what, what's happening. So I think David Cameron was right to stand up and say, yes, they should be doing a lot more and playing their part. Uh, or, if they don't play their part, it's time he steps up and maybe you should either reconsider why you're in, why you're in this country. If you don't like how things are done in this country, go back to where you came from. Or go to a place where you can do all your Sharia law, you can do all the things you want to do. Go and do it. And you're free to do it without any hassle. And say, and not playing your race card and saying, oh, I'm uh, you know, you're being racist when we're not. Because Muslims are a race, it's religion to you guys, and you can't be racist to a religion. So. That's the reason. So I would say, you go if you don't like it here, you don't like the way things are done. Tough titties. Get on a plane and go somewhere to a country where you can happily be open and you can pray to your God. You can do what you want to do. You keep it in your own. You can build as many mosques as you like. You can build whatever. You keep it in your own place and stop ramming it down people's throats. Be at peace. You won't have any hassle. So, next story. We'll leave that one there. I'm fed up talking about ISIS. But the stuff that's going on, and it's just crazy. Um, we're going to talk about. Uh, well, not talking about ISIS, but it is going back to a story which has recently been in the news. It's on Breibart. Now, there's a lot of stories at the moment regarding sexual abuse of kids. And especially with Lord Janner's story at the moment, who is still free, and the filthy pervert, who has not been uh, put to court, taken to court and put in front of 12 good men and true uh, to be trialled uh, on his ac the accusations of child, child abuse and the rape and buggering of kids. So Lord, ja Lord Janner uh, needs to be brought to court. So our next story is uh, child sexual abuse pre prevalent, pre prevalent areas with high Asian population. Uh, a majority of child sexual abuse cases are taking place in areas with significant Asian population. A new report has found figures revealed by freedom information requests lodged with every police force in England show the Lon London, Manchester, West Yorkshire have the highest rates of incidents. Another study claims that white and Asian people took the number one and two slots amongst uh, perpetrators. Uh, the National Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children lodged the PM FOI request um, 
as part of its fact-finding exercise at its third annual State of Nations Children's Support. The figures show that there were a total of 31, over 31,000 sexual offences caused under 18-year-old olds recording between the 1st of April 2013 to 31st of March 2014, an increase of 40% on the previous year. The majority of these, 11.28%, were recorded by the London Police, Metropolitan Police. Also high on the list were Greater Manchester Police, which recorded 5.84% of the cases. West Yorkshire Police, which recorded a 4.92% of cases, and the West Midlands Police recording a 4.37% of cases. West Yorkshire Police cover an area of which includes Bradford, Leeds, and Wakefield, while West Midlands Police serve Birmingham, Coventry, and Wolverhampton. Total figures represent 85 cases a day, including rape, sexual assault, and grooming, being reported to police nationwide. The majority of cases involve children aged between 12 and 18 although 2,895 involved children aged 5 or younger, including 94 babies. That is just blooming sick. Absolutely disgusting. Child tra How do we stop child trafficking in this country? And I say, let's stop having an open border. This is disgusting. Basically, all these cases are happening. Now, likewise, Birmingham City Council um, have found that 21% of the city's residents are Muslim, uh, outnumbering the proportion of people who are of no religion in Bradford. Uh, the Muslim population is so significant that George Galloway was able to win election on the pro-Islam ticket 2012 by election. He later attempted to ban Israelis from the city. And yet, despite the revelation made last year that Pakistani gangs have systematically groomed and abused the 1,400 children in Rotterdam, uh, sorry, Rotterdam, Rotherham, you know, alone over a 16-year period, the NSPC makes no mention of the, the scour scourge of Pakistani sex gangs in its report, although the website does include a, a section of child grooming by gangs and makes no mention of Rotherham, instead uh, blandly asserting that we don't know a great deal about who commits child sex exploitation. It also um, cites a study of child, the Children's Commissioner in order to insist where ethnic groups was recorded the majority of uh, perpetrators were white and the second largest group were Asian. That study undertaken in 2012 before the Rotherham scandal was made known uh, draws a limited information and reveals an unwillingness to believe the victims' testimonies as to the ethnicity of the perpetrators. Say data on the ethnicity of the perpetrators are considerably less reliable than replied, supplied on the age or gender, ethnicity, and nationality were sometimes confused. Unless a perpetrator had actually been arrested, it was difficult to be sure whether or not their ethnicity had been correctly identified. In addition, professional adopted a range of methods for capturing data on ethnicity and often used broad headings such as Asian or white to capture individuals. Um, as believed, uh, highly alarming cases was made internationally. International news last year, Portsmouth Council applied for an emergency protection order to seize control 
of Isha King, a five-year-old brain tumour sufferer because of the parents took her him to Europe uh, for life-saving treatment against the wishes of the National Health Service. Um, that was an old story. But yes, this is frightening that's going on now. That this happens to Asian or high Asian people or Muslim. It's not ideal, no. It's but it's happening. White guy, white people are doing it as well, and this needs to stop. Because again, trying to clamp down um, on child trafficking uh, means capturing these people, uh, whether they're from here or not, banging them up in jail or deporting them and some sending them away. Place them and just send them to Syria. You want to abuse a child? You want to go to Syria? Not a plane. They're sending you, drop you, drop you, or drop you. Over Syria, a parachute, see how long you survive. The dole office is somewhere, just gonna find it, you're gonna get your ass blown off. Um, and it's just absolutely sick how these people are, uh, what they do to kids uh, and what's happening. Um, but it's, the news has just kicked off the last few days, and it's just suddenly all these stories that just hit. It, was, it goes to quiet spells at the moment, it is the summertime, and it's just gone through, well, summer in Scotland is not much, but it's just gone through a rant. It's getting like peaks and troughs at the moment, and a lot of news has come out uh, over the last uh, couple of days, and it's made things a bit more interesting to talk about because the last you know, few days when the news is completely, you go, oh wow, so there's not much going on in the news, uh, to, be, to say the least. And it's, um, but these have, stories have developed. Um, but I'm going to go into something which has kicked off, but taken our wee break, I think. It's quite heavy stuff, and for a Friday, well, <laughs> if you're not uh, <laughs> if you're ready to go to the gun cabinet and take and find those bullets, or would you rather watch Coronation Street or EastEnders? Um, because they are quite serious stories, and it's happening, it needs to be shared across the world, and something does need to be done, but um, about them. Um, but our next story we'll come up to is about the Yulin Meat Festival uh, regarding the thousands of cats and dogs who will be beaten to death and eaten. Another, glor another glorified story here, but just to say, you've got it here on the Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast. Um, so I'm going to take our commercial break because <laughs> I'm going to be depressing you too much, to say the least. Uh, so we'll be back shortly. <laughs> This show is brought to you by EdinburghDusters.com and IdeasGoingLive.com. Enjoying the show? Tell us about it. Send us your feedback, suggestions, or thoughts to HatrickAndRamsey at gmail.com. Okay, welcome back after that commercial break. Um, yes, a bit of a hard-hitting few stories and news. I'm going to talk about another hard-hitting one. Obviously, in this country, we are very pet friendly. We love our pets, and we look after them, we take care of them. There is obviously, in our there's cruelty to animals, but we have a more of a hard line in this country and in other countries as well. But China, it's different because it's pretty much um, what they do anyway. So we're going to. Um, is this, this story was shared, it's been all over the news, but it was shared on a Pacific um, 
newspaper. It was actually, sorry, it was actually the Independent, but it was Leon Lewis, the singer, who was um, shared you know, basically regarding what's going on. And it says, if we, the headline is, if we don't stop the Yulin Meat Festival, thousands of cats and dogs will be beaten to death and eaten. These are, some of these dogs you see the fear in their eyes and their heart, they just don't, they're innocent animals. This proves how easy it is to be cruel to an animal. And it's just, it's quite disgusting and shocking. Um, I'm going to read the story because I think it needs, I mean, just to give you an idea, that they've seen like cats being, just hanging on, Try to escape. They're just they're just they're getting grabbed and basically it's just got, they're just getting brutally killed and tortured and then cooked. That's what's happening. And it's crazy. Um, it's difficult to look at images of extreme animal cruelty, but not looking at them doesn't mean the cruelty isn't happening. It just means that we choose to close our eyes, which is true. A lot of things like this do happen and we tend to turn a blind eye to it because we can't, it's like it offends us or we, it's difficult to watch and we do turn away and we try and get out of our mind because we don't can't face the reality that this is actually happening and it's exactly the same as to what's happening in ISIS and people that are going over there so I'm not going to go over all round again but to understand that it's happening. This is happening all over the world and well, mainly in China this regarding the story but things like this are happening and we are turning a blind eye but we need to actually not turn a blind eye and fight. how do we stop this happening? For the thousands of dogs and cats enduring a brutal death for China's dog meat festival in Yulin's uh, this coming weekend they have no choice these poor animals mostly stolen pets and strays will be beaten to death and even in some cases boiled and burned alive so that their meat can be eaten during the festival they will be they will die a truly horrible death their last moments on this earth filled with fear and pain and as an animal lover and just as a compassionate human being I find this completely devastating I mean to know that you're, there's a lot of people in this country who'd be stealing dogs and pets from people's gardens and it's why why it's plenty to go around there's plenty of dogs it, excuse me yeah, it's frightening to hear this. My friend um, at Human Society International has exposed the cruelty of Yulin and the dog meat industry multiple times. The footage they have ob uh, obtained is shocking. I think we degrade ourselves as humans if we tolerate or ignore the suffering. I'm a vegetarian, so I don't want any animal to be eaten, but I challenge any meat eater to sit through a video of dogs being bludgeoned to death and not to be deeply disturbed by the blatant cruelty. In the days leading up to Yulin, public outcry has been mounting, but it is often wrongly assumed to, uh, to be put, sorry, wrongly assumed to be just uh, us in the West wagging our fingers at China 
not so. There are hugely vocal animal protection movements in China and they don't need us to tell them that animal cruelty is wrong. Um, the Yulin Festival has been the focus of a peaceful protest in more than 50 Chinese towns and cities and this year a proposal for the nationwide ban of killing dogs and cats for meat uh, was introduced in China um, with 2 million Chinese people supporting it online. HSI supporters, many Chinese animal people and campaigners all actively engaged in trying to end the dog meat trade. They are incredibly brave, often stopping trucks packed with hundreds of dogs, many of them still wearing their collars, heading for slaughterhouses and events just like Yulin. I am inspired by their Chinese campaigners. They challenge our assumption that this animal cruelty is a part of a Chinese culture or they welcome the global solidarity and the, op uh, the opposition to the Yulin uh, cruelty uh, that has created. Far from being an ancient tradition, the Yulin festival was in fact uh, only inv invented in 2010 and not for culture reasons uh, at all, uh, but to boost business for the dog meat traders. Why? Because most people in China don't actually eat dog and eat meat. It's not part of the cult currently norm in China and the growing proportion um, of the popular population is angry that the trade persists. As trade persists. Sometimes the scale of animal suffering in the world seems overwhelming and it's easily to feel that nothing we do as individuals can make a difference. But doing nothing is not an option. Every single one of us has a voice and we can use our voice to speak up for those who have done, uh, sorry, have none. I urge you to sign the HS, HSI petition to the, the Guangs Party Secretary Peng Kinghu, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, and and to make her voice heard, um, it's time to stop cruelty to animals. To stop the sick trade in um, China. Uh, if you've got a voice, sign the petition. Um, it's time to this to stop because it is not right. And no uh, cruelty to animal any animal is right. It is disgusting. Um, where Stop there because it's getting a bit <laughs> the news has been a bit quite hard hitting, it's been a bit grim. And if I was to go a bit harder, yes, these people should be stopped and they should be sh beaten themselves to know how much pain an animal goes through. Um, especially for those who have dogs and had cats and how much you love them and how much they're part of your lives, but to see them suffer. In a way, other other animals suffer is, is sickening, absolutely sickening. So let's go to a bit more cheery topic now, because I tell you something. Well, if you're not slitting your wrists, so you go back to watching EastEnders, you're wanting to get uh, actually you're probably putting the gun back in the cabinet and not wanting to kill yourself um, because you're thinking, well, <laughs> heavy stuff, man. I think I'll go watch EastEnders to get some light relief. Um, Okay, here's some light relief. You watch Storage Wars. Do you watch Storage Wars when they go auctioning stuff in a random garage at lockers uh, that have been bursted open um, by the auctioneer and to bid for the stuff that's in a random garage? Storage Wars, people who have stuff, stuff that's been left. Let's um, 
talking about Stone Wars. Stone Wars that a brawl has bro- broke out in the filming of Stone Wars. A couple of Stone Wars stars just got into a massive fight with fists and even a, a wife getting thrown around. TMZ has learned brawl broke out Friday afternoon while the cast were shooting in Palm Springs. Dan Datsun um, was holding an action where according to witnesses he missed a bid place by Mary. We t- were told producers asked Dave uh, Hester to tell Dan about the mistake but Dan initially ignored him. When David posed it again Dan got heated and screamed F you David I'm going to kill you. Um, then when the, the melee uh, well, <laughs> that's when the melee erupted um, we're told Dave punched Dan in the face um, then Dan asked Dave's eye Dan's wife Laura then jumped on Dave's back and then she got tossed through the air the production security guards eventually brought it up and cooled down everything involved in fact we're told all Dave wanted to do was just get back to the action no dice producers booted Dave yeah, who who were told was heading to the hospital? So unclear what he heard. Um, right now the plan to continue shooting the action says says Dave. So a bit of fight broke out in Storage Wars. Obviously missing a bid. It can be quite heated if you've not seen it before. It's quite interesting. But you do some people do get some good stuff. It's amazing that people leave in the storage and just obviously that somebody's died or they forget about it. But um, I tell you something, so these guys are not, not to be messed with. There's some serious bidders in the Storage Wars. Obviously, guys have got money, know what they're doing, know what they're talking about. Um, but also to be a kind of auctioneer, how it's so fast, it's like, what? My word. You can barely understand it sometimes. So, but yeah, this is a bit of a light relief when we brawl on Storage Wars. Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland, across the globe. You're listening to Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed, the People's Podcast. Here to rock the podcast world. Enjoying the show? Tell us about it. Send us your feedback, suggestions, or thoughts to hattrickandramsey at gmail.com. <laughs> Okay, there you have it. We are broadcasting from Edinburgh and Scotland. Edinburgh and Scotland. Edinburgh, Scotland, across the globe. Um, if you are, please give us your feedback um, regarding what's being talked about. Uh, we'd love to be able to read them out um, on the next podcast and talk, discuss your thoughts uh, in more detail and, and give you feedback on your opinion uh, regarding what we've talked about. We also um, would like to thank you our American listeners, we do have uh, an interview over the phone coming up um, from an American artist which show keeps secret until we interview her and we'll play some of her music. Uh, uh, some of her music is very good, so uh, look forward to that interview. Also, next weekend, we're going to be talking a little bit of sport. There's a light relief coming up for the, the new season of the Scottish uh, football, sorry, soccer, if you're from America. The SPFL, so uh, it'd be interesting to find out a bit more about that uh, or her, the person's thoughts. Um, but yeah, so I want to say thank you for listening to this edition of the Hatrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast with Ramsey in the hot seat. Um, it is Friday, 
and <laughs> it is sometimes most of the most serious topics, but sometimes you've got to just talk about these things and get people's opinion. If you're too soft and just boring, something that's a bit more controversial, a bit more hard-hitting, can actually get people listening, get people to comment on our show. If you like it, tell people about it. Please do spread the word. We are learning ourselves. We love doing it. I love doing it. It's fun. It took me my very first podcast I did. I'll tell you, my, I was all over the place. And as you do a podcast each time, you learn by listening to other people's podcasts from more professional DJs, i.e. James Whale, John Gaunt, uh, and other people who have been in the radio business a long time. You learn to develop your style, you learn to talk a bit better, how to handle the microphone um, and with your voice to make it more clear. It's a whole new experience for me. It's great fun to do. I'm hoping that we are entertaining the people who listen to this around the world because we thank you. We thank you for your, your listens as you guys are helping us and hopefully we can continue to keep telling you about what's going on around the world, what's happening in the UK, what's happening in Scotland. We have got the Edinburgh Festival coming up. We have put a proposal in um, to be a media source. Um, it's got a press pass to go around and interviewing some shows, um, well, the people of the shows, um, and to talk about their acts that they're doing in the Edinburgh Festival. So, fingers crossed about that. As I say, hopefully we'll get the, the go-ahead to be some sort of press medium in the festival. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Um, it's been great to talk to you again. And we look forward to getting your feedback and hearing from you in our next podcast. So have a good weekend, wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing. The weather's nice. It's certainly okay here. I will be attending a South African event in Glasgow, as I'm in Edinburgh. We'll travel through, and there'll be a few people I know, uh, and especially with Africans party, they know how to party it. So the food will be flowing, uh, lots of different tastes, textures of food, mixed nationalities going to this. So it'll be a nice uh, wee bit of fun and social for tomorrow afternoon, stroke evening. Enjoy, have fun. Stay hard, stay hungry, peace, love and hugs. Enjoy your weekend. Until next time, this is the Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast. And you take care. Bye-bye now.